Day 35. Today marks five weeks since the surgery. The last two weeks have seen some early mornings and late nights with the five rings in Tokyo. The Olympic motto is made up of three Latin words, Citius Altius Fortius. These words translate in English as faster, higher, stronger, or rather pleasingly in French as three four-letter words, vite, haut, fort. Olympics were originally intended to have a moral and educational perspective as well as an athletic and technical focus. In my current limited capacity, I find the call to aim higher and push through limits encouraging. The Olympics are a fascinating tapestry of human emotions. For every heartwarming tale of victory and redemption, there is a story of disappointment and heartbreak. Winners affirm that if you believe in yourself and work hard, you can achieve your dreams. But in the shadows sit many who believed as strongly and worked as hard and will take some time to distill encouragement and satisfaction from their raw experience. The arc from failure to victory is one of the things that makes sport compelling. There is something about perseverance through adversity that inspires and moves us. Our ups and downs resonate with the highs and lows of the athletes. The changing fortunes of those we follow focus our dreams. It does not always work out as we or they hoped. We begin to understand that this desire to advance articulated in the Olympic ideal is part of human experience. Morally, educationally, creatively, physically, we want to achieve new standards. And even if we do not manage to be faster or higher, we can come through stronger. Today, I'm thankful for getting through these five weeks and for the example and excitement of the Olympics. And I'm grateful that through the peaks and troughs, there is also encouragement as I read a psalm each day. Psalm 35 begins with imagery from the battlefield. Contend, Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take up shield and armour. Arise and come to my aid. Brandish spear and javelin against those who pursue me. Say to me, I am your salvation. May those who seek my life be disgraced and put to shame. May those who plot my ruin be turned back in dismay. May they be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them away. May their path be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. David asks that the Lord would fight against those who strive with him, that God would take up David's cause against his opponents. Many translations use the word contend, meaning to struggle to get over difficulty or danger. It is this word that appears three times in this psalm. Contend with those who contend with me, and then later on contend for me. David is asking that God fight for him. Perhaps the most famous use of the word contend in popular culture 
is an oft-quoted line from the movie On the Waterfront, where Marlon Brando's character Malloy says, I could have been a contender. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum, which is what I am. Malloy is a washed-up and washed-out boxer. He took a fall, but wonders if he could rise again. This self-reflection is characterised by regret. He did not work hard enough, took shortcuts and bought into the myth of talent trumping hard work. Many people look back on life feeling that they were more gifted than has been sufficiently recognised and have missed out through circumstances beyond their control or have made decisions that they look back on with regret. David is not making excuses or considering how he could better contend. He is calling on the Lord to fight against those who fight against him. He does not take a dive. He calls for reinforcements. He recognises the need for shield, armour, spear and javelin. But he's not ordering armour from Amazon. He's asking that the Lord take up weapons on his behalf asks that the Lord will save him and thwart the plans of his enemies and will overwhelm them as they retreat. In 2 Chronicles 20, a vast army of Moabites and Ammonites assemble to oppose King Jehoshaphat. Facing a superior force, God's word assures Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. We will face challenges beyond our resources and meet opposition that, humanly speaking, will overwhelm us. There is a time to ask that God would help us contend, and other times to plead that he will contend for us. Nothing is beyond his strength or resources. David also looks for some poetic justice to be applied to his enemies. He asks that the plans they have made against him would backfire. Perhaps the expression that best captures this in English is hoist with his own petard. Like a number of other common idioms, it originates in Shakespeare's Hamlet. A petard was a small bomb, so the idea being referenced is that of being blown up by your own explosive device. David asks that his enemies will be on the receiving end of what they had planned for him. Since they hid their net for me without cause, and without cause dug a pit for me, may ruin overtake them by surprise. May the net they hid entangle them. May they fall into the pit to their ruin. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord and delight in his salvation. My whole being will exclaim, Who is like you, Lord? You rescue the poor from those too strong for them, the poor and needy from those who rob them. People bring judgment on themselves, but God is able to save. As the message translates, let those who are being hilarious at my expense be made to look ridiculous. 
David rejoices in the Lord and delights in his salvation. God is unique. Only God rescues the poor from those too strong for them. This is the nature of the salvation of the Lord. God does what we are not able to do. He sets us free and gives us life. Paul writes to the Romans, A new power is in operation. The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from a fated lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. God went for the jugular when he sent his own son. He didn't deal with the problem as something remote and unimportant. In his son Jesus, he personally took on the human condition, entered the disordered mess of struggling humanity in order to set it right once and for all. This is good news to live by and good news to share. I am a contender because Christ has contended and will contend for me. As the psalm ends, But those who want the best for me, let them have the last word, a glad shout, and say over and over and over, God is great, everything works together for good for his servant. I'll tell the world how great and good you are. I'll shout hallelujah all day, every day.